Welcome to the Wonderland, folks, where you really never know what you're going to get, which is why it's often referred to as the chocolate box of podcasting, only not as tasty or as fattening. I've never really been sure whether to take that as a compliment or not, so we might sort of leave that one there. Anyway, it's a new fortnight. And this is episode 88, the last episode of season 5. So I thought we'd make a special effort to make this an absolutely top quality episode. That is, until I realised that little Kev actually has his own key to the studio and we didn't have time to get the locks changed. So, uh, yeah. Sorry. Another time, maybe. Anyway. Somebody asked me this week where the inspiration for the material on the show comes from. And the answer is kind of always the same. Everywhere and nowhere, meaning I have absolutely no idea. What I can tell you is that a great many of the ideas for the show have come when I'm in the bathroom. And often when I am in the sitting position, if you know what I mean. And yes, I'm being very careful in explaining that, because I do know that this information could potentially gross a lot of people out and you know I don't want to fill everybody's heads with disturbing images that they don't really need. Anyway while I was considering all of this earlier today the following question popped into my head. If a survey was taken to find out which gender was more easily grossed out by stuff would it be men or women? Well, I've got a pretty good idea as to what the results of that survey would be. On top of which, look, women are, in my own experience, far more likely to be grossed out than men when it comes to that sort of easily visualised information. But an even bigger question for me is not so much why are women grossed out, because I get that, but why aren't men just as grossed out? Now, the more cynical of the ladies out there might quietly reply, because men are disgusting pigs. But I don't think that's the answer, even if it's true. I just think it's another one of those curious and inexplicable differences between the male and the female gender of the human species, and that's it. So, boys and girls, remember that no matter how equal the sexes become, there is different wiring there, and that's never going to change. And I personally think... That's a good thing, because diversity is a good thing. It keeps us all interested, so let's all just smile quietly to ourselves, suck it up, and move on, so to speak. Anyway, that leads me to the next area I want to examine. Two things I almost never, ever, ever talk about. Food and relationships. Well, okay, almost never. Now sit down and shut up. At least you got your free tickets. Bloody scumbag freeloaders. Oh, I almost forgot to mention we actually have a studio audience today following our online competition last month. Sorry if you missed it. Anyway, these are our um, winners. And happy to be here they are too, to be where the magic happens or something. No, 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 they, those are not souvenir ashtrays. So, yes... Thank you. Anyway, on with the show. And to really get things rolling, let's go straight to today's edition of Theory Time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. 
I'm gonna tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to Theory Time. Are people in relationships, as in living together, physically and or mentally healthier than single people living on their own? Now, the correct answer would be, it depends. But I'm not talking about a whole range of factors and possibilities here. I'm just trying to get an overall picture of what's most likely to be the case. As in, let's say healthy eating or the lack thereof and how it affects our levels of physical performance, overall happiness, etc, etc, etc. Alright, I'll, I'll cut to the chase here. Look, when I'm by myself, either at home or on the road doing gigs in places like Switzerland or Norway or God knows where else, I do not eat as well as I do at home, where my wife will take care of most of the food preparation. Now, she's pretty big on things like salads and vegetables and what you might call healthy stuff. But like me, she isn't a vegetarian or a vegan and we do occasionally eat meat and we enjoy it. Just as sometimes we don't eat meat, and we enjoy that too. And then she might be away, or I'll go out and do a gig for two weeks somewhere, and my food choices are then immediately narrowed down simply by the fact that I cannot be asked preparing a decent meal for myself. It isn't that I'm not capable of it, I, I just can't be bothered. So, you know, it seems like a complete waste of time to spend you know, hours preparing a really nice meal if I'm the only one who's going to be eating it and if it's going to be completely gone in 10 minutes. As for healthier food choices, yes, I have access to them and yes, I do see them regularly when I go into the supermarket, but yeah, I don't often buy them. Now, interestingly enough, my wife is also a bit less likely to be as health conscious when I'm not at home as she is when I am. And I suspect that I'm not alone with this experience, am I? Hmm? I mean, come on. Hands up everyone who tends to eat unhealthy stuff when they're alone or away from home for a spell. Okay, now let's see. That's almost... Uh, one, two, okay, that's almost everyone here except you and you and... Yeah, both of you guys are liars. Or single, more likely. Or, I don't know, something. Obviously. So there you have it. Another theory proven. That it is generally more nutritious and therefore more beneficial to your physical health not to eat by yourself. In terms of mental health, of course. Um, this is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for today's not entirely conclusive and somewhat cowardly edition of Theory Time. Now, given our Wonderland commitment to variety, we are now going to change gear and cruise into the musical part of the show, which is, of course, Song of the Day. And today, I'd like to play a track which I wrote quite a while back from my very first album, The Path, and this one's called
song and also because it's now finished playing which is pretty convenient really something else that's quite convenient is that little kev is right on schedule so we are now going to launch straight into our next segment and that means good times with big jeff and little kev Now, Kev, I want to hark back a little bit today on something that I know you and I have spoken about in secret between shows. Now, normally... Did you? Yeah, I did. Don't remember. Did you say harp back? You have, I never knew you played harp. No, 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 hark, as in the herald angels sing. Also, hark. I've never heard you hark before. You know, there's so many things, well, Jeff. I, I, 
I only do it. I do it at Christmas. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I only do it at Christmas when I'm when I'm singing that song. Anyway, Kev, you remember that that recently, possibly as recently as last week's show, we talked about iron and knees, etc., etc., etc. Now, um, another subject. No, I don't remember that. I don't remember that, Jeff. I don't remember that at all. Sorry. It's. Okay, it's probably just as well. Well, we did. Anyway, Kevin. Just joking, of course I remember. Folks, you see, whenever he says that, he actually didn't remember, but now he's embarrassed, so he's going to say that he did, but he didn't remember that no, he no, forgot. No, no, I listened to it. It was really funny. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so, Kev, you are, as a musician, in your capacity as a performing musician slash entertainer, aware of the genre, and I use the word advisedly, because somebody advised me to use it, um, of heavy metal, right? Heavy metal. You know what heavy metal is. You know what? Metal, okay? Heavy metal. Yes, yes, I do. I do, yeah. It's very, very heavy. Okay. Now, 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 now it is. But, but what's interesting about heavy metal, it's a genre, but you never hear about music. You never hear music described as light metal. No. No. Right? You, no, you don't. Or even, say, aluminium. Aluminum, as you American right. slash Canadian people no. would say. That's true. Al- aluminum music. And... And why not? Why does heavy metal, which, by the way, is not an actual piece of steel, heavy metal is a type of, isn't that like a chemical? Not chemical, you know. Yeah, it's a heavy it's, metal, it's yeah. A, what do they say, Kevin, you know? It's a heavy metal, like mercury exactly. is all a All those lovely metal. things are used to, you, to make all of the, the devices that we use uh, daily. Yeah, it's great. Yes, yes, and that will poison Indeed. us to death if we let them, and even oh, if we don't. Right, Kev, so... It is good. But anyway, my point, Kevin, is that if we're going to call this type of music heavy metal, we should be calling it mercury. There we could call another one aluminum. We could call, you know, depending on the, the gravity of, of now, the sound. And I'm the noticing something the here. Used. I'm noticing, Am noticing I correct? something here, yeah. What do you notice? Because, you know, you're talking about mercury and then gravity. And I don't know, it seems like you're doing the solar system thing. Because yeah. what if you were on mercury? Then what? Well, okay, first of all, I, I think it's disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful, Kevin, of you to bring Queen or Freddie Mercury in at this point, and I wouldn't be. And that's it's all I'm going to say to you. I was talking no. about the planet. No. So you're talking about heavy metals. Oh, oh I'm sorry. And then you I'm said so, yeah, Mercury, and then, well, then it's something about gravitational forces. It, it, and yeah. It, no, but Queen was I'm, not really I'm a not metal band. They were, kind of more, Queen, they were a rock Jeff. band. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Queen. Uh, uh, she okay, has sorry. she has nothing to do I'm with sorry, it. Kev, I, I you know, understand. she just had her jubilee. There's no it, yeah, but she didn't enter into it at yeah. all. And she was jubilant. She was jubilant at the oh, jubilee. Could yes. you see? Yes, she was. Indeed. She was she was jubilant, as jubilant as 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 somebody of that age can be. But you know, good honour. Anyway, Kev, I'm sorry, I don't mean to digress. Please, so listen, share your thoughts. Skip the Queen and all of this right. stuff and all of your solar system analysis about heavy metal. You know, let's go to okay. the opposite okay. of that. What okay. if it was like okay. Light wood. Oh, okay, so so a music that was light wood, or even even rice paper, rice paper, or perhaps perhaps plastic enhanced with some other material, and and it's done so very carefully. And this would give us extra genres to describe music right. with. So what we're listening to is it heavy metal? No, it wasn't aluminium. No, no, it was more like tinfoil. Uh, you might even <laughs> one say of my glitter. one of my first girlfriends. She said it was glitter. Hey, what are you listening to? I said, hey, it's light wood. She said, yeah, I noticed. <laughs> right. Kev, I'm not sure whether to, at this point, censor that last comment <laughs> no, or not. I can't music, quite right. make out what 
You, oh, yes, music, of course, folks, we, and, and we do not discriminate because we are musicians. All music should be loved, all, all of it, in all its proclivities and all of its, you know, haberdashers and, and everything should be admired and, and embraced because every person's taste different. is going to be different, isn't it? So I refrain from, I refrain from using now, I'm going to, you know, take your advice and refrain from using the sentence, hey, honey, I'm just, I'm just listening. <laughs> I've I've got some heart, sorry I've got some light wood. Would you like to come over and listen to it? Okay, Kev, I think that's, that's okay. <laughs> Kevin. It, it is, you know. But, but could you go further and say instead of saying light wood, couldn't you say bolster? <laughs> because that's about as light as it gets. So how would you describe your music? Well, it's more like. You know the ice cream sticks that they put in ice cream. You know, it's like that. It's so it's heavier than balsa. Yeah, it's heavier Lighter. than balsa. So that could be the name of your first album, heavier than balsa. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And Little Kev and myself will be back with more different types of material for more musical genre allocation on the next edition of Good Times. Uh, that is, if you're really unlucky. Anyway, I want to talk a little bit now about something I don't believe we've covered on The Wonderland up until now. Now, this is something which is central to the existence of this show. And the more I think about it, the more it seems to me to be one of the most important elements of human life itself. And so we are now going to take a serious look at what is, ironically, the least serious thing in our lives that most of us could imagine, and something without which I'm quite sure our society would be truly screwed. What the hell am I talking about? Well, to find out, let's now board the High Speed Wonderland Express service to Jeff's Thought of the Day. Welcome to Thought of the Day, which is laughter. Yeah, I know, we've all heard the old cliche, laughter is the best medicine, but I happen to believe it's a lot more than that. And I wonder how many of us have ever thought, you know, really thought, about how important it is, particularly when it comes to its power to bring us through difficult times and situations. I believe it's no accident that not too long after every tragedy, there is a reaction that we seem to have naturally to want to joke about it, at least at some level, in order, I believe, to help us deal with it. Almost as if, and this sounds really weird, laughter is actually a part of the grieving process. Now, I remember going to a funeral service for one of my favourite uncles many years ago, and whilst these types of things are not normally considered enjoyable events per se, this one really made me chuckle because of my uncle's decision to have Frank Sinatra's Fly Me to the Moon playing loudly as the mourners were leaving the church. Now, for some reason, I thought that was fantastic, and it was hard to be miserable after that point. As for people who are caught within a tragedy, is it unreasonable to assume that, you know, despite the horrible situation in which they find themselves, in order for them to try to get through it, that the victims would also find ways to see humour wherever they're able to? I don't think it is, because that's human nature. 
Also, what an example like this does is to cast laughter in a therapeutic role rather than one of idle entertainment, which is probably how most of us would usually categorise it. Most of us would also have an instinct to respect people who've been through something horrific. And the last thing almost anybody would ask, say a Holocaust survivor, would be something like, so what was the best laugh you had during that time? Simply because we might well consider such a question to be disrespectful and in extremely bad taste. Which is absolutely fair enough, but I think we might be surprised what the answer was if we were to do so. What I'm getting at with this thought is that our innate sense of humour would be one of the very last casualties of any situation, and indeed one of our best defences and greatest survival tools. So when things get tough, folks, laugh it up, because that might be exactly what you need to get you through. I think, I think it was the and that's it for Thought of the Day and our 88th episode and our fifth season of The Wonderland. Three birds with one stone. Not that I'm suggesting cruelty to animals in any way, of course, but a seminal moment nonetheless. I'd like to thank our studio audience, everybody out there in podcasting land, wherever you are, and of course, little Kev for his ongoing invaluable participation in our Good Times segment. We are now going to take a four-week break, after which we'll return with Season 6. And that, of course, means more theories, more new music, and more good times, more thoughts, and more of God only knows what else. So take care, everyone. Rest up. And we'll be talking at you again real soon on Episode 89 of The Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Gotta come back